Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 22 of Transformers Energon. It is survival instincts, and today we're recording in a nuclear submarine. Yeah, why are we in a nuclear submarine? I thought the next turnoff was to Atlantic City. Well, now we're in the Atlantic Ocean because this is Transformers Energon, and there's no continuity in anything. So where's Lou? Lou never existed. Nothing you knew exists anymore. This is the new reality. For now. Is that why there's a guy beside me who insists he's our best friend and lawyer? Hey, fellas! Yeah, that's Melvin the Dingus. That is correct, sir. Melvin the Dingus, attorney at law. My card? Beat it, Melvin. Yeah, get lost, Melvin. Adieu, good gentlemen. Anyway, we're in a submarine, and the last time on Transformers Energon, Shockwave led a largely successful assault against Cybertron, so Megatron obviously decided to retreat. And in this episode, Starscream tells Megatron about all the Decepticons escaping Cybertron. Yep, they're flying off in their spaceships to join up with Megatron, but then the Autobots fire up the energy grid and all the guns and destroy what looks like most of them, but no, at least a few dozen made it out. Yeah, and while this is happening, there's just, it's Megatron and Starscream's voiceover. Megatron's so excited about all of this. Um, and so all the recruits show up, they get to the Unicron body very quickly, and uh, they, they transform, and Tidal Wave right away is like, they're useless. Yep, and Megatron's like, well, then if nothing else, they could be cannon fodder, and then he thinks he hears something, and outside we see Unicron's body starting to glow. Yeah, and then over at Unicron's head, Optimus and Alpha Q have this conversation of like, it's worth it, it's not worth it, Unicron's too dangerous, he's not. And then, this is important, Alpha Q insists that Unicron is, I quote, under my control. Yep, he'll listen to him, don't worry about it, and Hotshot just runs in in a panic, but all he's like is, Optimus! And Optimus is like, yeah, hang on a second, and he <laughs> tells Alpha Q, I need to go deal with Megatron, I guess he got that out of Hotshot, and Rodimus is going to come with, and then the walls start to Creek and Kicker thinks Unicron is coming to life. Two things I want to say here is that Optimus says his defending his uh, Cybertron is his top priority. No, it never has been, but whatever. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing's real. Uh, but the, when the first creak and groan of that metal uh, happened, it sounded like a fart. <laughs> And uh, back over on Unicron's body, three generic Decepticons are just giving themselves the 10-cent tour, and one of them that kind of looks a bit like he has Snowcat's body model just starts punching the wall for some reason. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeah, there is no reason. He's like, just, hey, I'm going to get away with it. So the other guy's like, whoa, 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 what if Megatron sees you? And then... Um Okay, Demolisher shows up. And is this what? Yeah, this is the spikes, right? This is when the yeah. spikes start happening. Because <laughs> Demolisher comes in, and he's like, "Oh, what's all this kind of thing?" And then a panel opens up, and this spike just impales the Decepticon that was punching the wall. Yeah, and the other two freak out. They run away, get spiked, and then the spikes start coming after Demolisher, and he calls out to Megatron, being like, it's me, Demolisher, what are you doing? Stop. Uh, but then we go to Megatron, and he just goes, uh, Unicron! Well, yeah, it's almost like he and Unicron are wrestling for control over things, right? Because Demolisher thinks Megatron's doing this to punish, you know, these idiot Decepticons that are beating on the walls or whatever, but 
I guess it is Unicron doing this. And then we go to Snowcat, who he's he's not only running the recruits like he's doing drills, left, turn left, turn right, but he's also yodeling. Yes. So he gets them all to face right, they do, and then they turn forward, and then they do. And then when he tries to get them all to face left, it just shows him, but you hear like all this metal smashing and everything else, and then it zooms out, and like, every one of these recruits has a spike going through them. And Snowcat's like, was it something I said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've killed like dozens of Transformers in this one shot. Oh, yeah. uh, and then the spikes start coming after Snowcat, so he does like his, um, what's that the breakdance fighting? Capoeira. He's kind of doing <laughs> that, jumping, spinning around. All these spikes are coming after him. And they also go after Starscream, who just keeps teleporting. Yeah, just to get around these things, but Starscream sees a bunch of Terracons impaled in the same way, except these spikes are draining the Energon out of their Energon stars. Yes, because, as you and I know, Paul, having watched 21 episodes before this, and all of Armada, what Unicron wants is Energon and energy. That's a given. Let's just put a pin in that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Shockwave <laughs> finds Megatron, who is like, he's getting overwhelmed by tentacles. So, Tidal, oh, this is when Tidal Wave shows up and he's like, hey, none of this happened until you showed up. Yep, this is your fault. And he attacks uh, Shockwave. But uh, Megatron tells both of them to can it because he's got enough on his plate right now with Unicron and back over on Unicron's head. It's the same damn thing happening. Alpha Q and Scarpinock are up to their eyeballs and cables and Spike start attacking the Autobots and up Rodimus and Optimus just starts punching them to smash oh, them. Optimus knew something like this was going to happen. It, it looks so stupid because it's... Okay, I know they're punching the spikes that come after them, but it really does look like these two are just in a fight with the wall because <laughs> they do occasionally just go and punch <laughs> the wall. Yeah, Prowl gets on the radio. The docking bay is collapsing, but before he and Landmine can get back to their ship, it gets destroyed by falling debris. Yeah, because, okay, is that ship parked inside Unicron's head? Yeah, I thought. Because I'm sure it showed it going in. Because around it looks like, it kind of looks like rubble and rock. This is, and and what's happening now is like rubble and rock are falling down. Yeah, big piece hits Rodimus' ship, destroys it. Um, and then Optimus, I think Optimus sends everybody, he's like, all of you go to the surface, I can hold them off. Yeah, he tells the, them get Kicker and Misha to safety, but Kicker's not leaving. And then immediately he's leaving inside yeah, Ironhide. Yeah. But then a door closes in front of them, so I guess Kicker was right. He's not leaving. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, this is, oh my god. This was just where the episode went high into fuck your cannon. <laughs> Alpha Q turns around to Scorponok. There's just a scene where they're out free of their tentacles, and Scorponok's like, can you stop Alpha Q? And he's like, uh, no, it's impossible. Yes, so, exactly. There's that. And so much for any tension with the Autobots trying to find their way out, because immediately they just run out onto the surface where their ship is landing. So for seemingly no reason... Also, Optimus forms Voltron. And he's out there, even though he was like, you all go and I'll stay back. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Fuck everything. And then Moose figures it all out. She's so smart. <laughs> she realizes that Unicron is hungry for Energon. No shit. <laughs> Yet Optimus even says that uh, Unicron has reverted to its basic instincts of survival. So does that count as saying the title? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do we probably don't get a ding, ding, ding. Where to sub? Can we get an awooga? <laughs> Thank you. But uh, yeah, Rodimus wants to borrow a few, I think is what he says, Omnicons. But even though they're just standing around, there's no time to explain why to Optimus. And Ironhide is bored. And on that cliffhanger, it's commercial break. <laughs> When we come back, Mary's up in the ship, and and all the Autobots are going to... 
I kind of got confused here. What I remembered is that that she's going to stay back with Hotshot, and as soon as everybody leaves, they start talking shit about Kicker. Well, yeah. Like, she, yeah, she wants to stay here, too, and she'll even stay on the ship where it's safe, and I'm thinking, but you're flying the ship to Cybertron, aren't you? We're, we're going to see the ship stays here, the space bridge to Cybertron, but at first I was like, how you, you can't do both. Yeah, it's, it does. Nothing matters. Uh, because then right away, we just go to Kicker and Ironhide, who I aren't on the ship or anywhere. I think they're trailing Terracons now? Yep, they're on Unicron's head, and they figure Rodimus needs the Omnicons to deliver Energon to Unicron because they're the only ones that can handle the stuff, so yes, of course they're going to do it. And then spikes start attacking them again. Yeah, so we go back to Cybertron. Uh, I think it's Jetfire and Inferno are looking at all like the da- like all the Decepticon ships that they blew apart at the beginning. And then um, Optimus checks in to talk to Primus, who's all safe, and I don't know why, but Primus insists that Rodimus is correct. Yeah, he's not surprised Rodimus is using the Omnicons because, lo and behold, eons ago, oh boy. Omnicons were once Autobots and Decepticons, and Rodimus convinced them to abandon the fighting on Cybertron and come with him to revive a new planet. And I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute. Is that what happened? Like, that's why he feels guilty. He went out and revived Unicron, and then Unicron went and ate Alpha Q's planet? Because that would make sense, why he feels so personally responsible for that planet, you know, getting destroyed, if that is what happened. Yeah, I I didn't get that at all. I honestly got... My thought was like, so what does this have to do with Unicron? And I, I get that they... I don't know. It just seemed like such a rewrite that... I don't. I know the point of this show is to nitpick the dumb things, but these things are getting so dumb. I kind of just don't even care to nitpick how dumb all of this rewriting is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and what with the Omnicons gone, the Autobots and Decepticons on Cybertron learned to live together. But no, wait. Megatron led a charge to supremacy. But no, wait. Even Megatron realized it was pointless fighting over Energon because the shit grew on trees back then. And Primus thinks there could be peace again. The Again, if they could find an endless source of energon. Yes. Yeah, so, so again, so uh, okay. now that's the yeah the point of it, which is going to become Optimus's thing. We'll have world peace if we could just find enough energon. So, I guess the Omnicons know where to find it, even yeah, though they don't. Only, that's the Terracons. It says such a source does exist, and they know where it is. Like, well, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Like, why are you stand around here? Anyway, let's go back to Unicron's head because uh, Rodimus's team, like all his Unicon, Omnicons, they, they hit a dead end and they're trapped and separated from everybody. There's more spikes coming at them. And then, okay, kick, we go to Kicker and Ironhide and they're trying to get through this closed door. This is so dumb. They call Alpha Q, who's now entangled in tentacles yeah. again. He's a bit tied up. <laughs> Kicker, oh, this this made so little fucking sense. Kicker's like, Alpha Q, we have to keep Unicron alive. And Alpha Q goes, oh, we do? And then the door opens up. Well, yeah, and like Alpha Q glows and all the cables are destroyed from around him and Scorponok. So, so does that mean Alpha Q just gets to decide if Unicron lives or dies? Nothing makes sense anyway. Yeah, now there's a very quick clip of a red, white, and pink motorcycle driving through a space bridge, and Rodimus and Kicker get to the Omnicons, and they're scared. Yeah, they, these Omnicons, they won't go. We can't convince them to go. And then we go back to uh, the Unicron's head where Optimus and gang space bridge in, and this uh, motorcycle 
flies in behind them. Yep, and Hotshot wonders, who's that? And back in the tunnel, the Autobots are holding off the spikes, and Kicker tries to convince the Omnicons to go to Unicron's core, and now we're doing the scene from the Lost City in Robotech where Rook comes out of nowhere to save them because the motorcycle comes tearing down the tunnel and transforms, and it is unmistakably RC. Yeah, unmistakably. Uh, we, uh, She basically takes command right away. And Optimus introduces her as RC in a bit. And yeah, you know what? She looks like RC. Yeah, I'm definitely not complaining. I'm glad. She's kind of like a mashup between G1 and Prime. Like she has yes. Prime's kind of body, yeah. but G1 colors. And I would say to some degree, the same voice. And yeah, I'm glad it's her. But how come they can call her RC, but they had to call Shockwave Shock Blast? Gentlemen, if I may, the parties at play herein referred to as the parties A and the parties B separately are congruent to such rights of proprietary ownership of both the Transformer in question, herein referred to as the Transformer, and the literary concept of the letters R and C, which make up the name, herein referred to as the name, of the Transformer. Moreover, it would please the court to find that all legal rights to trademark disputes are found defunct by the precedent set in the 1943 landmark case of Finkel v. Stein. Good day, gentlemen. But, uh, yeah, RC transforms and tells Kicker to get on, and this is kind of a cool shot right here, but her just tearing down this tunnel with Jack. I mean, Kicker holding on for dear life while Spikes try and stab her. Yeah, although just before this, Optimus shows up and, like, details... Wait, is it before this or after? Oh, no, it's before this, yeah, he's shows up and says, yeah, this is RC. She's the first female Omnicon that he, to evolve from Energon, so she's Smurfette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, technically. Technically, she's a Smurfette. And yeah, she takes lead. She basically says, kicker, jump on, ride me fast and hard. They take off. <laughs> and then Moo Moo's like, what? <laughs> well, yeah, it does kind of like this slow fade in on Misha's face while Optimus <laughs> is describing her. It's like, I'm not the only girl anymore. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then all the Omnicons are like, hubba, 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 and they all head out <laughs> after her. Um, and now, so now the plan is to get to the center of Unicron's head and feed him energon. Yep, that'll calm him down and where she's like, hold on, little man, and cares something about little man. There's actually a, a really good guitar solo at 18 minutes and 39 seconds. There is. And as they try and get the Omnicons to the core, and then when they get there, the Omnicons start blasting it with their Energon stars, the same way that they used to charge up the Autobots. So we go to Alpha Q and Scorponok, and immediately they're freed from their tentacle attack. And, and it all works out. And then RC has some line, basically it's like a little man line again. And Kicker gets angry at her and then kicks Ironhide. Yeah, he kicked Ironhide so hard that Ironhide jumps in vehicle mode. And he's like, man, what the fuck? I didn't do anything. So we go back to the Decepticons. Demolisher's still trapped by Spikes calling out for help. And then Megatron, I don't know, seems happy that all his troops got killed by these giant spikes. And apparently now, feeding all of Cybertron to Unicron is Megatron's plan for the next couple episodes, maybe? Maybe. 
Misha figures that Unicron is just hungry for Energon, and that's why the spikes. Whether she figured it out that they're not Unicron being hangry, but are in fact his digestive system, we'll never know because she doesn't elaborate further. But they should have figured that out by now. These spikes are only attacking the Autobots and Omnicons. Not Alpha Q, not Kicker, not Misha. She even walks up to the one on the surface and nothing happens. She doesn't have Energon inside her. Unicron couldn't care less. She and Kicker are the safest ones here. Have them deliver the Energon to Unicron's core. Might take a while, but it'll get the job done. Better yet, everybody get back in the ship and have the Omnicons fire that shit down onto the surface, the Energon stars, and just let the spikes do their job. Problem solved. It'd be like eating a sandwich by holding it up to the side of your head, but it's Unicron, maybe that's normal. And why did they let him get so hungry in the first place? You're bringing this thing back to life and all of a sudden you stop supplying it with the fuel it needs? Well, what did you think had happened, stupid? Put in a gas gauge or something, but you didn't notice the lights dimming, didn't hear any stomachs rumbling or anything? There had to be some... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Epicus podcast show, Survival Instincts. Paul, what do you wish died in this episode? <laughs> It wasn't a terribly great episode. I'm glad to see RC back, and I do hope they sent Paul Verhoeven a check, because they say basic instinct, they introduce a strong female character, and everybody gets stabbed. <laughs> yes, everybody does. A lot of ice picks. Uh, you know, I think this episode was a shit show. It was like, it's a mess. It, 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 okay, it feels like Energon has its own version of a what the fuck episode, and it's like a, <laughs> a fuck your canon episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah like, a we don't care episode. Yeah, yeah. where they'll rewrite, like, it, it's those episodes where somebody starts telling you, here's why I'm doing what I'm doing, and by the time they get to the end of their speech, they've explained an entirely new reason why they're doing <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah, because they had before that mentioned why they're doing what they're doing in a different way. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a mess. But you know what? At least RC looked cool. Oh yeah, she looks really really cool so far. I hope she has the opportunity to do a bit of a relationship, and I hope it doesn't just get relegated to, you know, she's the other girl. Gentlemen, oh. we are surfacing. Thank you. Oh, okay, well, we'll wrap up then. Uh, the next episode Paul and I are going to review is Each One Fights. Uh, if you want to put up them dokes, you can uh, email the show, transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, whatever you listen to Oasis with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Ironhide is bored.